Welcome to Caritas Christi, a real and raw podcast with real women and real faith, where we apply the feminine genius to look at the current events of this world, our faith lives, and other things that are relevant to young Catholic women today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thursday. We're live. Woo! Caritas Christi, here we are. Yay! This is Mary and... This is Hannah. We're doing a Mary's on an edition. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I'm. I literally. Yeah, there'll be a photo of where I'm sitting. So it's nice. pretty great. So. Love, Love to you see. Me to start, you want me to start with prayer? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. So this is a prayer of reparation to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Name the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most loving Jesus. When I consider your tender heart and see it full of mercy and tenderness towards sinners, my own heart is filled with joy and confidence that I shall be so kindly welcomed by you. Unfortunately, how many times have I sinned? But now with Peter and with Magdalene, I weep for my sins and detest them because they offend you infinite thinness. Mercifully grant me pardon for them all and let me die rather than offend you again. At least let me live only to love you in return. Amen. Amen. Um, and our quote comes from John Paul II's Theology of the Body. The human body includes right from the beginning the capacity of expressing love, that love in which the person becomes a gift and by means of this gift fulfills the meaning of his being and existence. So Hannah, <laughs> so <laughs> how are you doing, by the way? Um, you I'm probably just... wishing you're at the beach, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> wishing, wishing I was at the beach. Although you know, it's been nice because school's out, and I have a lot more time to do the things I want to do, which include uh, writing my novel and yeah, yeah. Um, taking Theo to the dog park. Uh, just spending time outside so that's all very good spending time with friends yes some special more than others <laughs> <laughs> oh yes i'm talking about you <laughs> hey yeah there you go <laughs> mm -hmm. actually we've been barely able i mean we're having to i'm recording while on vacation because it's how busy we've been i know schedules well i mean i was just busy getting ready for vacation and you were busy trying to finish school up so yeah um, and then and now I summer break. Finally, I'm ready yeah. for a couple of months off. Um, yeah. 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 It's pretty well, great. Well, talk about the summer. We start the summer with a bang yeah. in a lot of different ways. Because <laughs> um, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, how do we want to intro this? I'm trying to figure out how to intro what, because there's something particular about the, this month yes uh, well i mean we don't have to skirt around it in the secular uh religion this month is referred to as pride month uh lovely <laughs> and all the corporations and change their logos just to you know pander to uh whatever they think will sell them more whatever it is and it's a it's um it's a month where everybody thinks it's cool to pile on people who reject 
the secular religion, although that's becoming cool all year round, but it's especially cool right now. Uh, and there are parades and events uh, aimed at, quote, showing love to people who may be acting on same-sex attraction, who may consider themselves transgender, or who may um, have all, all other kinds of things that they are dealing with, struggling with, etc. Um, but we're going to celebrate that this month. And if you don't, you're uh, you're excommunicated from the secular religion, and uh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically yeah. that's basically it. Um, mm -hmm. So to begin for this month, I kind of wanted to talk about. Well, and then wait before we. Well, do we we want to enter? Well, do we want to say also what month it is as well in in the Catholic religion, or you want to we want to sure. wait till I? Okay. Well, what? Oh, yeah. So it's um, Hannah. You want to ask me what month it is in the Catholic Church for us? What month? What, what month is is it, Mary? <laughs> it's the month to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, Hannah, and I appreciate you asking. <laughs> also, for the record, and well, I'll talk more about it on my end, but it's just kind of interesting. Um, also, it also happens to be the same month that Father's Day is in. Have you ever? I just realized that this mm -hmm. year. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. When it probably was totally not. That's probably intentional, I bet. I have a hunch. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's the it's a it's a it's not a um it's not a be all and end all phenomenon, but it is common for people who identify themselves to be part of said community that's being celebrated. Um, it's common that when they self identify, they also um, report that they have bad or non-existing relationships with their father um yeah. that's not always the case um but it is it is uh like bad father relationships is just it's a societal problem we're seeing in general right um right. but it also specifically affects this community i think almost disproportionately yeah um mm -hmm. and because of those wounds that may motivate them to identify with some of these things. Now, that's not always, like I said, it's not always the case, but there, there is some, there's some interesting things there. Yeah. Well, correlation, correlation doesn't always mean causation, but it's definitely something interesting. Yeah, to look at. for so, sure. Yeah. Well, sure. so then on that, Hannah is going to talk more about, she's going to talk kind of more well, I guess we you can just start in your material and then I'll kind of kind of okay. bookend it. So. All right. So, um I'm going to give basically some 6th 6th grade apologetics. <laughs> um because actually this question came up from my students a while ago. Um they wanted they wanted to know about this. It's it's a very much a hot button issue and people have been talking about like, well, why is the church against this and uh, there will be many kinds of misconceptions. So let me cl clear up some misconceptions right away. Uh, the church does not say that you cannot love people. It never has. Um, love does not equal having sex with somebody. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and if you think that's what that is, we might need a reality check. Um, or definition so of what love is and what sex is uh, supposed to be a symbol of. Right. So the 
the main problem in society with this breakdown is sex has been reduced to a um some to a recreational act between as many people as consent to it essentially <laughs> um which is terrible but the church defines that the human gift of sexual sexuality is for two uh, purposes. It's for a unitive purpose and a procreative purpose. Um, and the church defines that neither of those two purposes can be deliberately removed. Otherwise, um, this becomes a grave sin because you are um, denying the, the gift of sexuality in the way that is meant to be given. So, for example, this is why the church is against contraception, because it eliminates the procreative um, aspect of that act. So even if it were between a man and a woman who are married, that would still be a grave sin because they are denying uh, the openness to life. In the same sense, uh, on on almost both counts of this, a person in a same-sex sexual relationship would then be denying both the unitive and procreative ends almost because the unitive aspect is meant to further bonding between a man and a woman who are married to each other. And from the get-go, that's not what's happening. It's not between a man and a woman. It's a man and a man and a woman or a woman. And... So then the unitive aspect isn't actually there because they're not bonding as a married couple. Then the procreative aspect is also taken out because a man and a man cannot conceive, nor can a woman and a woman. So you're taking out both aspects of what God created sex for. And that is why the church says that you cannot have these kinds of relationships. Sorry, and are therefore... you hearing that? Hmm? No. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> They're, uh, the lifeguard's not very happy that someone's going in the ocean because they know swimming flag. So, oh, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry, keep on going. You were talking about very important stuff. Yes. So, so that way, um, so that in that way, in that sense, the church cannot define marriage as between two men or two women. And therefore, there's no place for that kind of relationship. Uh, however, when we talk about the, the reasoning for this and the apologetics behind this, we have to remember, like, it's, I started with very basic rules and I actually, um, used an example of like a man and a woman who are married first because what people seem to forget is that the church's bylaws and teachings about chastity ap apply to everyone um so when we're talking about the church's te teachings on chastity we're not just calling out and we shouldn't just be calling out people who are in same-sex relationships we should be calling out um, you know, the girlfriend and the boyfriend living in the same apartment, and we should be calling out the couples who are using contraception, and we should be calling out um, people who are like, well, you know, 
we're we're engaged so we're, we'll just move in together and you know it's only a year till we get married like it's it's only a piece of paper anyways like who cares um we need to remember that we are reclaiming marriage as a whole and the problem with marriage isn't just that it has been redefined to be a piece of paper that defines a civil union between anyone and anyone <laughs> um, and you have to go back to the sacramental aspect of it and the reality is that the sacramental marriage is really not being lived out even through heterosexual couples so it's a rot that began in the family and has to be solved by the family i think that's the most important thing um so really how how do we combat some of this like this stuff this rot that's coming at us through everything through through pride month through this and it's a very mother Teresa like thing to say but you have to go home and love your family and if you're not if you're not doing that you're contributing you're you know you're not going to do it perfectly because we're all human and we're all imperfect but if you're not doing that you need to start doing that that's where you should start and then you extend that love outside of your family to your friends and then you start living living that out but the most important thing is to be loving your family and those and those close to you because that's where that's where this um all of this pain and hurt because really um pride month is it's an expression of pain these people are hurting they don't want anybody to know it that's why they devoted an entire month to be like look see how happy we are look at this like look how proud we are to be this way look how proud we are that we're that that we identify with this group if they were actually secure in their identity and what they claim their identity to be they wouldn't need a whole month to say look how proud i am of who i am um so i think that's something we need to consider is that these people are hurting and hurting deeply um that doesn't mean that you allow them to just like walk all over you hurt you back threaten you etc um because some people will um get very defensive again because of the hurt but what you need to do then is if you need to remove yourself from the situation remove yourself from the situation and if there is an opportunity to act charitably towards that person then act charitably and if your um, charity is spurned you don't have to keep interacting with that person um like say you posted something defending traditional like defending marriage in its true traditional sense and somebody attacks you for it you don't really have to engage with them if they are not being respectful or they seem to be like unconvinced or they just want to like hurl straw men at you you don't have to interact with that person um you when you do interact you should be interacting with charity and yeah just remember that like we're all created for love no matter what and that's the basis of this teaching is that we are all created for love and everybody is created to be chased and that's it
Uh, that's really the most basic sense of thinking about it. I like to kind of flip that question a lot because people want to hyper-focus and be like, well, the church denies this. I'm like, well, yes. But if you want to make the church the bad guy, the church says no to a lot of other things that people are doing willy-nilly at this point in our culture. So <laughs> it's more of a, okay, this is not a accepted stance, but that doesn't mean it's the wrong stance. And that doesn't mean that the church is singling people out. Now, of course, you may see a post about marriage in the, its true sense as singling people out, but then it's a bit of a confirmation bias because a post about a marriage in traditional sense can also be sing singling out people who are invalidly married, um, who never got an annulment from their previous spouse, who people who never got married, period, even if they're in a heterosexual relationship. So it's not just that, but because, like I said, because of that hurt and because of um, just all of that pain that's there, any any attack, any like any dissent from you know live your life, you know love quote love who you want, and anything any dissent from that secular dogma is confirmation that something's wrong and in their soul they know something's wrong and that's why there's such vitriol when and when any of this comes up because it's confirmation that i'm doing something wrong and that's the deep fear it's like i'm doing something wrong here this isn't right i can i can i interject and ask you a question though to yes. like maybe just clarify or confirm mm -hmm. or affirm things um my mom was kind of had or she had this like line of thought that like because we have some people like our next door neighbors where it's like to be honest they just like she was thinking that it's mostly like the people that are at the top that are really the ones that are making the fuss about all this like some people that are like living in these lifestyles just want to be left alone and like live their own lives and they don't want to be a part of like the pride parade or like things like that like I wonder, I mean, would you say that could be a possible true statement? Oh yeah, I definitely can think of, um, I've seen examples of this just kind of around social media and stuff like that, where people are like, I actually don't really care. Um, I don't plan on participating with it because I don't feel like, like they're thinking it of it as like, well, this is a personal choice that I made and it doesn't need to be either celebrated or mm -hmm. like, um denied it's just kind yeah. of like okay i'm this is this is something that i'm doing and i don't really care either way um yeah. there are definitely it's definitely being pushed from from like from from agendas from from companies who want want things to be pushed there are you know organizations who want it to be pushed that doesn't mean necessarily that the average person living this kind of lifestyle mm -hmm. is going to be all in um yeah there's a lot there's a lot of people i think who deny the kind of consumerist uh, um thing that it's become yeah um, not that it was ever like inherently good to begin with but a lot of no. people are seeing the like the even the false 
celebration because like I saw things going around on Twitter even last year during June where it was like, oh, look, you know, these companies change their logos all to rainbow, but they're like the Saudi Arabia Twitter account of this company is normal because they're not actually concerned about these these like these rights that they're supposedly defending they just want to keep in line with whatever's uh culturally acceptable in what in their market so people are pointing that at me like well none of these companies actually care and if you thought they did i (laughs) suggest thinking again um because Mm -hmm. it's true none of them actually care they just care about what makes them money and that's the problem of capitalism without any kind of morality underlying it is you just care about what makes you the most money and not about the welfare welfare of your workers or of your customers it's just whatever whatever brings the profits up well you care about virtue signaling and not virtue so i wonder i wonder what the percentage would be of I wonder what that ratio would be of people that are like, I, cause I mean, even think of like, well, this is kind of an extreme, <laughs> extreme example, but like, I think of like Milo Yiannopoulos, like he was someone that like, he was like, you know, he was actually in a homosexual union, but mm-hmm. he's like, <laughs> I mean, he was like, yeah, I know this is actually wrong, but this is just, I mean, it was a struggle in a sense, you know, like he, he knew it was like, you know, he was, he knew that, but mm-hmm. like he was, he was conservative and, you know, he probably, so I, I wonder like kind of, like because it's like I think it's easy to think oh all these people are these extreme liberals and I'm sure I mean mm-hmm. it's a I just wonder what kind of percentage that would be anyway sorry keep on going yeah, on I don't know because your- um, we have we have this um, want as humans and it's it's a just a, an inherent thing that we do is we want to put we kind of want to put people in boxes so you'd be like oh they behave this way so their political views must align like this or um they go to this church and they must think this way so we kind of want to compartmentalize these things but Mm -hmm. then we forget about how different each individual is um so and we were just trying to that's how we make sense of certain things and that's why our brains work like that Mm -hmm. but um that doesn't mean that every person follows it it's um there's actually an interesting quote, and I don't know where it's from, but this um, talking about like the differences between men and women. And somebody said there's more difference among men and among women than there is a difference between a man and a woman, because there are pretty basic differences between men and women, and mm-hmm. they're like pretty consistent. But then among men and among women, they behave and act and prefer all kinds of different things um, there's really not a binary that mm-hmm. men and women fall into as far as their tastes and um hobbies and all this other things like there's right. trends sure but mm-hmm. each individual man is very different from one another and each individual woman is very different um and then of course they have their base similarities but then there's so much variety when it comes to the individual mm-hmm. um so, anyways yeah. that was kind of quite a detraction but i just was curious yes about that. so yeah sorry um, thanks for doing that <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah so i definitely 
to all of us Catholics that are trying to navigate this month and um, kind of speak the truth, I would say you can do something that you can you can definitely do something where you you make posts defending the the truth of marriage and the truth of the sacrament of marriage. I would say uh, keep your keep your post kind of like focused. I wouldn't necessarily like if you're going to call something out, call it all out. Like that's something where I've become like I'm trying to become more consistent. Um, I just get spicier on <laughs> uh, my social media accounts that I still do have every day because I, you know, I used to post um, a ton of pro-life stuff, and that would be mainly it. And then I would kind of switch around depending on what was what was in the headlines at the moment. And that's definitely like, it's a good thing to speak the truth to what, what's, what is relevant, but you also don't want to lose sight of just speaking the truth in general. So something I've actually done a lot in the last few months is get really involved with the anti-porn movement. Um, that's something that I've been, I don't know, it's been on my heart for like a while but I really truly started to get into like the research and the um, and the movements that are against it, that are trying to be advocates for change and some of them not even from religious perspectives. So now I've <laughs> um, become like, my, my account has basically just become like a pro-life anti-porn account. Um, and I'm just kind of expanding as I go. You can, so if you're posting something, you're going to, I would say you should be posting things about the universal call to chastity, about um, just about those kinds of things. And mm -hmm. then it's very clear that it's, I mean, at least, at least objectively, it's very clear that it's not a singling out. Um, I would also be posting resources and we'll have those in the show notes resources for people struggling with same-sex attraction because you really never know who's looking at your feed it may be somebody who's on the fence about like i feel like um i don't have a place in catholicism which is a lie that there's nobody else who struggles with these things because that's just not true um they may be thinking they're worth less or just inherently bad for struggling with these things. And the truth is we all have disordered desires and we're all fallen and, you know, everybody has their cross. So um, the links to Courage International and Eden Invitation are gonna be in our show notes. And I definitely recommend checking those resources out and sharing them plenty, uh, promoting them this, this month and all year round really. Um, but especially this month as it becomes something that people are talking about. And if you end up engaging with somebody who is open to hearing the truth and open to checking out some resources that are available, definitely point them there because um, those are orthodox or organizations and in that they stay true to Catholic teaching and they have lots of great resources. And I think even Eden Invitation has like a bunch of communities uh, mm -hmm. where people can actually find community with others who are trying to live chastely with these attractions. So definitely check those isn't, out. Is it, isn't Eden more for women and courage is more for men? 
I think I think they are geared that way, but they're not. They don't explicitly explicitly, explicitly say that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, because I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really actually there was a really inspiring interview of the woman from Eden, and it's just. I think I mean it, it's definitely not. It's a cross. Mm-hmm. Like it really can be a cross. Like a lot of them have to just. You know, and I don't completely understand it myself, but it's just they have to have a cross of like basically like celibacy for life or whatnot or you know mm-hmm. so and I, I'm sure it's a cause you know like there's you know there's a spectrum of people that are able to overcome it or whatnot so I mean yeah. ultimately do you think and, and I don't know if like I should phrase this like if this is the best way to phrase this so you can correct me but is it realistic that I mean how many people are able to be almost like I guess healed of these struggles or like do you understand I mean, I think my it's like kind of like we were talking about the 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 differences among men and among women mm-hmm. um the differences among people with these attractions very pretty wildly because there are some there are some people who are attracted to the opposite sex and to the same sex there are some people who are not attracted to the opposite sex at all. There are some people who maybe only like specifically are attracted. Like it's, it's all kinds of, there's all kinds of difference. Um, so there's not really a one size fits all on, on this, which I guess is the good thing, right? Because nobody is saying that you're going to pray this stuff away. Nobody is saying that, oh, well, you just need to get married and it'll solve all your problems. Nobody is saying that. Every, everybody is saying that you are called to live a chaste life, that you are called um, to be loved and love God, mm-hmm. and you are called to holiness and called eventually to be united with him in heaven. And what that looks like for each person, I don't know. You know, it's kind of up to that person. So there may, there are stories of people who um, had had those struggles and then did get married to the opposite sex and had families. Um, there are people who have decided to live a single life. Um, there's all kinds of stories. And that's, um, that's actually something really interesting about the Eden Invitation website is they, they have, excuse me, a whole page devoted to stories so you can actually see the diverse ways in which people are able to live that out mm-hmm. so definitely check that out mm-hmm. um so i see that our time is kind of do you see that our time is running down yes. real quick there yeah okay so you want me to just like we can just quickly conclude at least in terms of the recording of the podcast with i can just shortly review that or um reference that article that i sent you Mm-hmm. from the federalist i don't know if that is um necessarily a catholic site but um at least it looks conservative um yeah but it i'm not says, sure well this is i mean I, there's going to be a couple other things about the sacred heart of jesus in terms of talking more but i think hannah's points are i mean those are really really helpful and you know hannah i actually wonder if you could put like bullet points of what you you were sharing too in the show oh, sure. so people can reference it too mm-hmm. um but basically what, you know, what we're saying is that 
like honestly addressing pride month by basically like reinserting the devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus um, over and against this. Um, and I think the one thing that like, I want to bring attention to, like it, it just has a really, like it talks about what's going on and how it would be really important for us to really, um, you know, again, kind of push back the culture by again, having a more dedication to the sacred heart of Jesus. Um, and actually it's, you know, so it's basically the feast came from, it's been celebrated by Catholics since the late 17th century, following a series of appearances Jesus made to St. Mar Margaret Mary Alloquay on the 16, in the 1670s, asking her to promote a feast in honor of his sacred heart. The feast falls on the Friday after the octave of Corpus Christi, which always, so it's, it'll fall sometime during this month. Um, and then it was officially recognized by the Catholic Church in 1856 and the entire month of June became dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and his divine love for humanity. Um, and then there's a lot of devotionals that are attached to it. But um, Hannah has a couple of resources talking more about the devotion and talking more about St. Margaret Mary, Al Mary, was it Margaret Mary Eloquay? What am I? Yes, yeah. Margaret Mary Eloquay. Yeah, and talking more about her story and how it relates with the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And so I would really recommend checking them out and praying with it because the Sacred Heart is definitely, I know he's been really making himself known in my prayer life. Um, and I think it's not by chance. Um, it's mm -hmm. all very intentional. But also too, there's kind of a challenge in this article I would like really like to emphasize as well because it just talks about how, you know, um, what's going on in our culture, like we really, like even for non-Catholic Christians that this might be a devotion that they could at least be, you know, it may um, be something that they could look into because, you know, it's a personal and private commitment to enthrone Jesus as king in one's own heart and king over one's own home or family. And I think as a Christian, regardless if you're Catholic or not, you can buy into it. Um, and so I think it's really something to um, band together on um and it mm -hmm. says by doing so we'll gain a new understanding of his profound love for us and in turn we'll gain a deeper love for one another the kind of compassion and charity that pride month pride month once claimed to foster but which it now actively undermines um it should be obvious by now that unless christians everywhere stand against corporate mass culture our civilization will collapse it's time long past time to reassert devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus over and against Pride Month and reclaim the month of June for the King of Hearts. So go forth. <laughs> <laughs> go forth and spread, spread the good news. And I, I do, I think it's, a, I think what we're saying is like, a, it's good to have these conversations. Like, I think it's good to engage in the culture. I, you know, I, a while back, I actually, because um, especially in my city, like in the cities where Hannah and I live, I think the people there are pretty like level-headed in terms of like if you engage with them, like they're they're not gonna go crazy on you most mm -hmm. mostly. So like I actually one time actually, because I was like I've never really interacted with people that have these struggles, but I don't know maybe just try and see if you can kind of put yourself out there in certain ways that you're comfortable with and mm -hmm. trying to engage to at least learn and learn more about these people and about people that, that have these struggles. So, yeah, because definitely just interact with other other people as humans. Um, that's, that's what we're called to do is called to want, love one another. And that's how we spread the gospel. Hey, this is Hannah. Since this was a special 
vacation episode. Zoom cut us off at the 40 minute mark, so that's why our outro was kind of non-existent. So that's me outroing you guys. I hope that you guys are having a blessed week. We will be getting more content out to you since I am now kind of free for the summer. And I hope that everyone is praying and working to spread the gospel this June. Thanks. See y'all next episode.